Hi, everyone. I'm Dor. On um, social media, I'm Dordor NYC, and this is my second episode. On the first one, I really didn't speak much about myself. I immigrated to the United States about 21 years ago and followed a dream to work in the entertainment industry. I wanted to work in television and film, mostly film. And it took me a few years until I got my first internship and I climbed the ladder like everybody else and worked really hard and ended up with some reality <laughs> television shows and some competition shows and some really bad programs. But ultimately, I found my way into documentary. And that's where I've been for the last few years. And I'm very happy being in that um, genre because I feel like it can make a huge difference if it's the right subject. So... That's just a little bit about me that has nothing to do with the topics of my podcast, though sometimes I'm probably going to delve into some of the subjects or projects we're working on, but I'm mostly going to talk about things that I also write in Instagram, just elaborate on them a little bit. On that note, um, this week's subject is sort of related to perception. I took a photo in Coney Island, which is a beach boardwalk in Brooklyn, New York. Usually it's so full of people, and ever since COVID, and especially now that it's the winter, it's been kind of deserted, and it was beautifully colored with snow. And I really enjoyed it as much as it was really cold for me to take some photos with a friend of mine who encouraged me to go with them. And I just stumbled upon this piece of boardwalk going into the water. It had all these cool benches that were aligned. But the way they were placed is that every bench facing different directions. So one will go one way and the other will go the other. And I took a photo of it and it inspired this poem that then turned into a really interesting conversation about perception. So I'm going to read this, I don't know if it's a poem or prose, but this, this is what I, I wrote just by looking at the photo when I was editing it. It says, perhaps the way we looked at each other was tainted by the many mixed signals we have been accustomed to along the way. Maybe we have failed to look at each other from the same vantage point, staring into the same horizon. I wonder if we have, will we have seen what was ahead of us? So that kind of subconsciously came out when I looked at the photo. And, and I think it was very literal at first in the sense of, of looking at different directions if you sat on those benches. But obviously, it kind of ties into a relationship. And I got a few comments that 
really took it to different places. And as I read it and read the comments, I started thinking about what is it about perception and how sometimes it baffles me to be in a situation, whether it's an argument, a disagreement, or a conversation with another person, it could be a friend, a partner, even one of my kids, and how our perception taints the whole conversation and paints it so differently. And each person comes with such a conviction that if you were a third party, you probably would be able to connect to each one of them. So one of them will be so convincing until the, you hear the other and then you're like, oh, wait, there's another part to this. And we're, when we're in it and we're trying to dissect an argument or resolve one, if, if we really listen carefully and interested in fixing, um, we will find that both perceptions kind of creates this, I guess, narrative that is very valid to the person who says it. And it's very valid to the person who views the situation in the way that they view it. And then you can't really argue it, can you? And then comes the question of who's right? And technically both are right, but then how do you bridge that? And along the way, with many of my relationships, especially with my children, I find that there's a point where all of us kind of need to take our guards down and try to tap into the others, like they say, to tap into the other person's shoes and see it from the other vantage point, I guess, the other point of view. It won't necessarily change our mind about how we feel because we are who we are and we come with our pasts and, and convictions and character and idealism. A lot of them are not going to change. They can evolve. You can be op more open-minded. But, but they really build up along the time and it becomes who you are. And it might be hard for us to understand the exact same way this person is experiencing the situation. But it does give us some sort of understanding on the macro level of how our actions or interaction can be viewed as such from another place. And then it gives us a choice. We have a choice of whether we want to work through that moment and really hear each other's side and put ourselves as much as we can in each other's shoes and figure it out and maybe still disagree but agree to accept with empathy and compassion the other person's point of view and agree that it might not ever be fully resolved but you can respect each other's point of view and just love them in that place which is very easy to say and very difficult to do in many situations. 
or do we just stay with our perceived notion that that experience that we had is the only way to experience this situation, which sometimes could, in a way, happen very radically, I guess, in certain situations, and that we cannot resolve it, nor do we want to understand it, and then the friction can become something so big and explosive that it could end the relationship or definitely taint it. So when I read the post, this poem, um, at first it could have been perceived as a couple or a relationship, love relationship, where you've seen what's coming and you kind of regret not taking care of it. And had you seen it before or knew before it happened, could you have fixed it? And my answer to that within myself was that fixing takes two sides, even if they don't look the exact same place in the same way, in the same direction. But it takes two sides wanting to find that balance. And there's a lot of things that are tied to that. And it really begins with mutual interest in finding that and sometimes one person perspective of the relationship is not enough and it really just it is what it is um, looking back and thinking I guess helplessly about what could have would have should have been done or happened that we kind of know inside wouldn't have unless both sides felt the same way. And that brings me to another topic that I'm probably going to speak to you on another time, which is regrets. But perception and assumptions can really ruin a relationship if it's not viewed from both parties or if it's more than two people. A bunch of people connecting and wanting to see it from all of the angles and accept them or fix them or even change their mind, which could happen as well. I had my share of disagreements and miscommunication with a lot of people. I think it's <laughs> that Gemini in me. I, I, I speak faster than I think sometimes or I think faster than I speak and I need to catch up to the moment. And sometimes I have this whole thing figured out before people actually got to process it. And it can create this friction. And I've learned that I, I need to step down and think through. And what I found that I'm doing a lot is that I try to put myself in their mind or position or situation or through their identity that I'm aware of and see how my actions could have been perceived from their standpoint and how my actions might have created a situation, even if not at nobody's fault. And it's been really helpful in having a conversation with other people I start with not trying to assume what they think, but 
I would point out that this is how I felt, but I would really want to know what it is that they thought when we interacted in such way. And many times I kind of know what's about to come, but sometimes, and those are the most interesting ones, the response or the reaction is completely different than what I thought it would be. And those are the times that I'm probably learning the most about other humans and human interaction. It is almost as if we speak completely different languages. And there's nothing wrong with them because even though the words spoken are the same language, our minds have their own languages. Those minds are full with different realities even though we step on the same grounds. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating how our past and how our experience, even how our day started, can really change how we interact with each other and how we perceive any interaction with anyone. Um, my therapist once brought up this very um, simple explanation. She says, there are days when I'm in a hurry to get somewhere or I'm really upset or I had a really horrible morning and, or I got really bad news and I would be driving on the highway and there are those people who drive so slow ahead of me and I just lose my mind I'm like, and they're on the left lane and I'm like, why are they there? And I honk and I go crazy and I even flip them the middle finger, you know, and I don't understand why. Why they're acting this way. And then there are those days when I'm really chill and I had a good morning and my daughter made me coffee and I got a phone call from someone that I love and haven't spoken to for a long time or I slept really well finally and I have this sense of just serenity and peace with myself and I get in my car and I just drive and enjoy the scenery and the highways is so beautiful to me and I noticed the architecture of this amazing buildings around and nature and a bird flying or the clouds and somebody's behind me honking and going crazy and even though I drive in, in the normal you know limit or just under it and I don't understand why they're in such a hurry and why they're so angry and why can people just chill? And then you just understand that it really boils down to your, to where you're coming from that day and how you feel and how you perceive what's happening really ties into all of that and who you are. So um, yeah, I think I dissected this very long subject, but that's something that came up from just taking this one single little photo in a beautiful Coney Island, deserted and covered by snow. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can go on my Instagram and comment on my post, or you can comment on any of these podcast um, distribution lists. I'm still new to this. Um, or you can send me a message. But thank you for listening. Hopefully um, it provoked something in you and made you think or that you just enjoyed it. I also would like to say thank you. Thank you to Ivan Gomez 
of this beautiful music that you hear in the background. Mm -hmm. 